0: Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 91. I am the lead pastor here of God's Internet Church Podcast and God's Internet Church Online Ministry. I am Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it a pro honor, and privilege to be here as we share the Word of God with you on the Book of Job today. And we're going to be picking up in Job chapter number 16 And his response to Job's um, It's in response of Zippus' second speech And as we know That he thought Zephyr thought that Job was wrong in what he was saying. That Job don't have no special knowledge of things to come to pass. That no one is innocent and everyone should be guilty because, punished because of their guilt. And a wicked man can't avoid God's punishment. But we all know, and I think God was alluding to these things that... It can be done By asking Jesus into your heart But none of these people knew this at this time Because this is before Jesus was even born And sent to die on the cross Now we're going to go with Job's reply to Zeph's second speech So let's read verses Chapter 16 verses 1 through 6 Through the first part And it said Job answered He said i have heard many such things that you are all hopeless comforters (laughs) stop for long speeches you have no reason to go on if you suffer like me i could speak like you i could oppose you with many words and i could insult you but i would not behave like you instead i would encourage you and I would comfort you with my words but now when I speak I have no comfort for my pain nor if I am silent I still suffer now these are the verses from 1-6 through six That what Job meant here Job's friends wanted to help him they said they tried to teach him about God they tried to show Job his errors and they wanted to encourage him but their words did not help Job they never understood the real reason for Job's problem and the friends did not believe that Job was a good man so they blamed Job although Job was innocent which we know he was innocent because in Job chapter 1 it says Job was an upstanding man of God that shunned evil and the devil challenged God to let him try to do things to Job to where he would leave God and he didn't now on that note his friends and Job don't know what the conversation was between the devil and God but we do know because it's been written down somewhere okay now people who advise must be careful they shouldn't they should make sure that they know the true facts they should emphasize someone who suffers and sympathetically with someone who suffers and they should pray carefully before the advice now i'd said this a few chapters ago before you go into things you need to make sure that you pray about it so God will give you the information you need and you need to be sympathetic about it not harsh like his friends are here in this situation now Job's enemy is the next thing okay we're going to read verses 7-18 through and it says I am weak because of my enemies he has ruined my family my troubles are like a witness who accused me. My thin body seemed to be evidence against me. My enemy hates me. He's like a wild animal that attacks me. He causes injury. He sneers at me. But men insult me and hit my cheek. They laugh at me. Together, they oppose me. God handed me over to wicked men I was well until he attacked me he was like my enemy who grasped my neck or he is like an army that shoots arrows at me or if he's like a soldier who cut my body with a sword I feel as if a knife is in my body and the inside parts of my body spill out my enemy attacks me against and again and again and he's like a bold soldier so I will pour clothes to show that I am sad I will put ashes on my face but my face is red because I cry and dark mar- marks are, surround my eyes I am innocent I do not suffer because of any evil deeds and so I pray everyone should know that I am innocent even after I die people should still know this nobody forget this now this is the explanation to verses 17 to 14 it says in these verses Job described his trouble he blamed his enemies for these troubles. Job thought that God caused these troubles. Job did not know that the devil was responsible, but Job was very careful about his words. He knew that he always should always respect God, so Job did not want to accuse God unfairly. And Job did not want to blame God, so Job mentioned God once in verse 11. Job said that his enemy attacked him like a wild animal. Animals like dogs and lions are fierce, and they do not they do not just kill when they attack. They also cause terrible injury and great pain. And Job said that his enemies was like a bold soldier. Soldiers did not have guns at the time of the Bible. Instead, soldiers used swords to kill their enemies if the sword was not strapped sharp might be difficult to kill someone the soldiers might need to use swords many times before the enemy dies Job thought God was attacking him but Job also realized that the wicked people caused his trouble so in the verses 11 Job said that God allowed these wicked people to attack Job Verses 15 through 18. Job's trouble seems to prove that Job was guilty. Job's friends believe this, but Job does not teach this idea. Job was sure that he was innocent, and God agreed. So he's at this point now, listening to these friends again, bringing them to a pity party again, saddening him. And every time Job gets encouraged, these three friends are there knocking him down again. Now he believes that his enemy was God, but he still hasn't gave up on God. He's he's uh, watching what he's saying. He's watching what he's uttering, and he still kind of is for God. He still hasn't rejected God. All right. Now, verse nineteen. To twenty-two, Job's friends Listen now, I have a witness in heaven I have a lawyer in heaven He is my friend He speaks to God on my behalf And I cry to God Even now, my lawyer speaks to God And my lawyer is the true friend But I shall soon die Only a few years of my life remain Okay, and this is what is being said from Job verses 16, 19-22 what he meant here Job's word in verses 7-18 seems hopeless but when Job spoke about his friends Job did not say who his friends was but Job did not mean Zepes, Bildad, and Zophar. His friends were in heaven. He was like a lawyer because he spoke to God on Job's behalf. Job lived centuries before Jesus was born. But we think that these words describe Jesus. Jesus sympathetically sympathizes with our trouble. He prays for us. He is our priest. Because of Jesus, we can be friends of God. Job did not know anything about Jesus, but Job thought that God was his friend. God would hear Job's prayer, God would help Job, and God would prove that Job is innocent. So Job thought that God was was not merely Job's enemy, but he also is Job's friend. And through this though confused Job, Job knew that God does have many good things. So Job thought that God might also do some bad things. God had given many good things to Job, so God, God takes, takes these things away. But Job believed that God would still deserve honor, and Job continued to praise God. Whatever happens, Job had this attitude because he was genuinely servants of God but Job's idea was not all correct God is our father in heaven and he looks after us ordinary father (coughs) ordinary fathers look after their children but God is much better than a human father God is kind and generous God does not do evil things God loves us (laughs) now what is this telling us? well this is talking about Job's friends but it's not talking about the three friends that we've been listening to it's talking about an advocate friend up in heaven and this is describing Jesus' role after he's died on the cross and I think a little bit of what's going on here that when Job was going through all this and I'm just taking a hint at things that now that God was reviewing things to Job as he was sitting there talking to his friends So not sound like it mm-hmm. And that he doesn't have to worry about what's going on because God knows and sees what he's going and this friend is advocating for him up in heaven and let me tell you something saints we all have this habitation up in heaven he's there to help us he's there to take care of us and he's there to guide us and let me tell you my friends God loves you and he loves you so much that he's willing to help you through everything that you are going through now what do we need to do about this well what we need to do about this is this when we go through stuff like Job yes we sometimes might wonder why God is allowing this to happen or this attack to happen on us but we also gotta remember that job that job that job also realized that god doesn't punish someone if they're not bad he allows things to happen sometimes like he's doing here with the devil to show the devil that hey you're not going to take my servant's job and with all these three friends and losing all of his family his wealth and servants and stuff Job still is with God he might be a little not too happy but he still is with God and let me tell you something saints I don't think God would get mad because we're a little maybe a little upset because Jesus came down to this earth and he went through Things too, And there was at one point, my God, my God, when he was on the cross, which is coming Friday, this Easter, saying, hey, why have thou forsaken me? And he screamed that out. And sometimes as our humans, we feel that way too. But God really didn't forsake him. And he didn't really forsake us, did he? He is always with us now at the time that Jesus was talking about being forsaken God that was the time that Jesus had all the sin on his back and it it just things look so simple to God that God turned his back around but but God did follow through Jesus was born again Jesus was the sacrifice not born again but uh, died on the cross for our sins resurrected life like he's supposed to So that tells me that Jesus, God, never left left where he left Jesus, right? He was there. And let me tell you something Saints, we might go through things to get a process done too but God is always there to bring us through. And this was Job was trying to teach Bildad, Zepar, and Zodar. Zopar. And let me tell you something. If I was ever in a situation with Job, like Job's exactly I wouldn't want these three friends to come visit me because they're they're roundabout way and I hate to say it they're stupid I hate to say that word but they're stupid because they are only going the only thing they got going for them is that they don't know what God was doing But that's the thing They claim to know what God is thinking What he's going to do And how he's going to do it Let me tell you something saints We don't know what God's going to do Our God is actually A compassionate God If we let him be But yes If we keep on going doing the sin That we do Then then God Is going to judge But God does wake away of escape and that's what Job is trying to tell Zeppa Bildad and Zophar but at this point they still don't believe it all right we got through this one kind of fast today um and he's gonna in verse 17 he's still you know we're gonna go ahead a little bit farther and we'll pick off where we left off Now, let's look at Job chapter 17 And we're going to look at verses 1 and 2 And we're going to do this as we go um, So, For a few more minutes It says, Job continued to reply to Zephas My friend, verse 17, verse 1 My spirit suffers, my life is short Soon I must die Everybody insults me and I watched their cruel actions. Now, Jove thought that he was dying. His friends were friends were with him, but they did not speak kind words to him. Instead, they accused him of many evil deeds. You know, that's the, like the good old saying, you know a true friend when they stick by your side even in the bad times this tells me that these three friends meant well but they're really not good friends they couldn't wait for the moment to to, to, to criticize him so you know who your friends are when you're living through the trouble of life now and sometimes your friends ain't your family unfortunately because we've been living this lately and I'm not going to say why or how and so is another family member of mine and it's sad you should be able to rely on your family now the next set of scriptures we're going to deal with is Job chapter I mean 17 verses 3 through 5 and Job's praise God promised to be fair to me. Nobody else will protect me. You may cause the people not to know the truth. You will not allow them to succeed. Nobody should oppose his friends for a reward. Even the children of such a person deserves to suffer. Now what does verse 3 tell us here, 4 and 5? Verse 3 tells us that those friends could not help Job. And Job thought that God was attacking him but Job still respected God and Job still trusted God so Job asked God for help since his friends couldn't help him and he knew that something was still going on he did what we should do (coughs) is sit down and ask God for that help in fact God did not cause Job's problem the devil was responsible for Joe's trouble and most of our trouble we have in life the devil is the responsible one but like I said some kind God allows us to grow our faith and sometimes he allows it to to get us on the right track with him verse 4 he meant Joe's friends did not know that Job was innocent and Job thought that God had caused this situation so Job prayed that God would declare him innocent. So he went to God and with his reasoning, and he didn't know either that the devil was attacking him, but he did the right thing of going to God and asking God for help to ask him to declare him innocent. Verse five Job was right to say that such a person is very evil. But we do not believe that the person should children should suffer. Each person is responsible for his own deeds. Ezekiel eight chapter eighteen. So each person must confess his own evil deeds to God, and each person must invite Jesus to his life John 1, 12 and John three eighteen. Now, what does this mean here? Well, you know, they're saying saying that Job was saying that a person, God shouldn't hurt a person's kids because of their sins well kind of back then (coughs) before this and that's this thinking is coming up because we do know in the New Testament in the book of Genesis that God promised if you sinned the sin will go to two, three, four generations okay but that's the old covenant and they're kind of living in the old covenant but as we've seen through verse through some of these chapters i really think that god is kind of speaking through job about what's going to happen in the future okay i really do what about you it really sounds like it cuz he's talking a lot about what's going jesus is going to do when he was born now at this time Job that Jesus wasn't born and they didn't have this access but they still could go and ask God to forgive them and in fact Job did that every day of his life for his kids and he even required his kids to be there okay so but Job is saying that each person is responsible for their own actions and he's right (coughs) (coughs) <coughs> <coughs> but we got to remember history threads were going through past history of what they were taught alright but Job is right we're all responsible for our own sins and that's why Jesus made a way for us to come and confess them. that's where we're going to stop today we're going to pick up where at verses 6 and 7 and tomorrow we'll, we'll talk about Job 17 starting verse 6 and 7 for the, 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 the next day for tomorrow's podcast um, I do want you to join me tonight for God's Internet Church online Bible study we're studying the book of Proverbs and I just asked you to join us at 7 o'clock live on Facebook. And let me tell you something, saints. God is good. And he's good all the time. God is good. So this is what I want you to do. Go to Facebook. Go to the group. God's in a church group. Join it today. Go to Facebook. Go to the search bar. This this even, this morning or this afternoon. Type in God's Internet Church. It'll bring up the group. Go to the group page. Access it. Join, and you will be notified when God's Internet Church online services will go online, and you could be part of that live too. Now, if you want to call and ask how to get it done you can call us at 248-720-7149 that is the church number for god's internet church online church and you can also use that number for prayer request, or if you need to talk about something we th- about going on we can help you through just give us a call at 248 720 7149 And on that note i like to say God bless you Um Before we do that we gotta go through the prayer request Today And As you know we've been praying for James Weaver he's my dad He's got an aneurysm on his aorta We gotta pray For my mom for her back And this feeling situation that's Coming up with her Um Then for our friend uh, Lloyd, he's got cancer. I think he stays five. And things have been going good there, but he's got an added thing of COVID-19 recovery, so we need prayer for that. And uh, for my brother-in-law, Ruth, as they close the estate, everything goes smoothly there. And then... For my friend Sean, for his mother to have more strength to take care of her, his, her husband and her sister. Because they're both ill right now. And then for my friend Sean's unspoken. Um, for my friend Dan, he's for his back. I mean, he's paralyzed. He wants prayer that God's going to heal him. And God said he's going to heal him. But he just had to have a little hernia surgery and he's not doing too good with the recovery. He is home, but we need to pray for that. Mm -hmm. We need to pray for my cousin Sharon and all the things going on there. We need to pray for. all the situations going on, and my cousin-in-law-to-be, Justina, she has a fatty liver, and it causes her to pass out, and for her elbow to be uh, fixed, and my cousin Sharon's elbow to be fixed, and we need to pray for my cousin Lori, and all the things she's got going on, and she's got some medical issues going on, then we gotta pray for my grandma for her for her eyes and ears and legs to get better and then for my aunt for her surgery coming up soon and, and everything that's going on in, in her life and for my breath pressure and everything keep going on there So that's what we got to pray for And we're just going to do a general prayer here today So let's do that now Dear Heavenly Father we ask you to be with us As we go through these prayers We ask you Lord to heal the ones That need to be healed We ask you to guide the ones that need to be guided We ask you to help the ones that need to be helped And we ask you all this In your precious Jesus name Amen and Amen and then I want to read yesterday's blessing to you of the Word of God. And let me tell you something, Saints. God is good, and He's good all the time. It says the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord makes his face shine on you and gracious to you the Lord and his face towards you and give you peace number 624-26 and that is the blessing I want you to read over your family today pray over your family today write it down and let me tell you something saints you will be blessed that you did it. On that note, i like to say God bless you. Have a blessed day. And don't let anything bring you down. Love one another, help one another, and be kind to one another. Because that's what God wants us to do. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. and See you next time, tomorrow, for God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 92. And join us tonight for God's Internet Church Podcast. Bible study online at 7 o'clock on Facebook. And like I said, go to facebook.com type in God's Internet Church and we'll bring it up. It's easy to join. All you gotta do is hit the button and you will be joined. And then and that way you can access the stuff live. If you don't, go to God's Internet Church on um, online um, God's Internet Church in the space bar and watch the videos there too. On that note I would say God bless you. See you next time for God's Internet Church. Episode 92. Have a blessed day.